what's God's plan for my life? Or how could I even know his will? How could I tell what he wants me to do or, or discover what I'm called to be a part of in this world? If you're asking these questions, we want to invite you into a conversation of learning more about how God calls his people for his purpose. So the idea of calling is something that every single person on the planet is going to wrestle with. The idea, did God make me for a purpose? Is there something more for my life? And I'm excited that we can have a conversation about it. Uh, so we want to welcome you to, uh, this is part two yes. of our podcast about God calling us for his purpose. And on mic, we've got Yvonne. Hey, hey. Yep. She's the minister of equipping at Resonate. And I think God has just given you all kinds of insights into people and the nature of their hearts and ways to activate them, even a burden to see people enter into mm. like the purpose God has for them. And so I'm glad we can have the conversation. I'm Scott, the uh, discipleship pastor at Resonate. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking a little more practical in, in part two of our three-part series of discerning and discovering your calling. So uh, I think it'd be great just to start with a recap. If you are joining us for the first time, there is a previous episode that gives a framework of the definition of calling and some of the burdens and even some scripture yep. and uh, some practical things for you to consider. You definitely want to hit that one You first. definitely do. But if you already have that, uh, well, then you're going to just hear as we recap just, just for a moment. Um, when we're talking about calling, why is this an important conversation? Yeah, it's, I mean, like you were saying in the beginning, I think it's something that all of us ponder, even from like when you're a little kid and you're like, what do I want to be when I grow up? That's yeah. like a calling question. Yep. Mm -hmm. And there are so many different definitions, which is why we're like, hey, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to the first episode, hit pause, go back to that one. Um, and, and we'll recap it today too, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just a central question. So it's a central question that everyone's asking mm -hmm. and probably somewhere in your journey you've asked it or are currently asking mm -hmm. and you certainly know other people that are asking this very question how do i know what god wants me to do yeah how do i obey him how do i find the will of god for my life like these are the questions that drive mm -hmm. and we're lumping all that together in the idea of calling that's right so our definition of calling um, is when who god made you to be is discovered in community and lived for his purpose yeah uh, and, and last week, I think it was just great talking about what that means, that we're his, that we're his workmanship. We're just mm. like this masterpiece that he made and how, how he wants to use us. But today, what are we going to be talking about? Yeah, today we are going to be talking about the different stages that one goes through as they discover their calling. We're going to hit the first two, um, but there are four stages um, and it's not a linear thing. Sometimes you might be hanging out in a couple of the stages at once. So it's not such a like step by step thing, but we found that in general, this is sort of the process that happens on this non-linear journey. Yeah, I, I love it too, because we want everyone to understand. If you're a disciple at Resonate mm -hmm. and you're going, I don't know what my calling is, that's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like we want to tell you that's, that's actually normal. Mm -hmm. And yet there might be a journey of discovering like what God is saying to you and what his dreams are of you. And we want everyone to begin like approaching this journey with an anticipation. 
Yeah. That tomorrow, like God actually wants to build something in me that I'm not even aware of today. Mm -hmm. And there's a purpose that God does have that even if I'm just all question marks right now, that, that part of his plan is he wants me to find like the way he loves me and the way he made me and to find the joy of being used by yeah. God. So, so just the idea of like a, a journey yeah. for us all. Yeah. And we're finding that in, it, it's super helpful to even just in a practical way know like, hey, what stage might I be in? Yeah. Because if you're thinking about like just climbing a, a mm -hmm. rock wall, yeah. th these represent handholds of like, oh, here's where I am. Oh, oh I here's the next blue one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so we were explaining this is a, some handholds that you'll find <laughs> on this climb. Yes. On this climb. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That, that's really, really good. So can you just walk us through an overview? We're going to talk about the first two today, but just give us an overview of all four steps. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, that. so the first stage is called awakening. And this is when someone hears the beauty of the gospel, realizes that Jesus is in their life, they're made for something more, and there's this thought <laughs> of, my, my life could matter for something bigger than myself. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's 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 just a crazy time. We'll we'll get into it. Mm -hmm. uh, the other stages are coming. Yep, you might have a lot of questions yeah. in that stage, but it's sort of like the inception of the idea. Mm -hmm. I'm made for more than this. There must be more than this. Yeah. There's something else that God's wanting. Yeah, yeah and it, that just is like an explosive time, and and then it kind of leads you into stage two, which is the stage of discovery, and it's this this aspect of God wants to use exactly who I am for His glory. That I have a unique gifting and wiring about me, and God did that on purpose. Mm -hmm. And it's it's when you're taking that first stage and you're like, I'm ready to kind of do something about it. Okay. Yeah. It's no longer thought. Right. It's like, okay, let's turn this into action mm -hmm. and maybe failing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I mean, I'm ready a, to take lot. some swings. Okay, great. Yeah. Take some swings. <laughs> I love it. Up at the baseball plate, and you're not just standing there watching the pitches go by. You try to swing at <laughs> totally. something. Good. And then the next stage is stage three, which is the joy stage of the joy of God is using me. I feel alive being who God created me to be and what he created me to do. Mm -hmm. And this is, yeah, you've taken a couple swings. You've been doing things and you're feeling the effect of your life on your surroundings, the people around you. Um, and yeah, you want more of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's an exciting moment. When, when someone realizes God's using me right now. Yeah. Like, like I'm actually doing what he wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The joy in that. Great. And the last phase. Lastly, it is the activation stage. So this is when you've, you've been feeling that joy of God using you and you're like, wait, 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 wait. All, all the things that God gives isn't just ever for only me. It's actually for all people. And so this joy that you've experienced, you want others to experience that same joy of God using them. You want them to know, hey, God has made you for a specific irreplaceable purpose. Mm -hmm. And so then you start to orient your life toward walking with people to discover just that. Yeah, I love that. It, you're, it's so clear that you're orienting your life around it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I, I, I love that there's like a, a pathway yeah. laid out. And today we're going to talk about the first two, awakening mm -hmm. and discovery. Yeah. And we'll just try to explain those in some way, hopefully help people just uh, join in this conversation yeah. and, and maybe find yourself on the pathway mm -hmm. somewhere. Okay. So, so the first one, awakening. 
Um, what are some things we're, when we're awakening? It's the main question. Like God maybe made me for something more. Mm-hmm. What are what are some of the lies that are fighting people in that? If you're in the awakening stage, what what might be competing against oh, God's voice? So many things. Um, I think it's so hard to even untangle yourself from this idea of what like if it's this idea of like god has created me for something more right when we think of the word more we think of in the world we think of like bigger better faster stronger yeah and so like let me find the idea of what that more is Mm -hmm. and let me get to that Mm -hmm. and yet that is actually countercultural to like just what God says in his kingdom. The way of Jesus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It reminds me of the disciples when Jesus shows up and they're like, oh, this is probably the Messiah. Yeah. God must be calling us to more. And they're like, should we go to Jerusalem now? And Jesus, they were thinking like uh, a military mm-hmm. victory, a political yes. leader, victory over the Romans. And instead Jesus was thinking a cross. Mm-hmm. Jesus was thinking more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't the way that they were thinking. Yes. Yeah. yeah there was no glorious entrance. He was born in a manger with yeah. stinky farm animals around yeah and that was the more that he had in mind mm-hmm. yeah and, they, they're thinking like more like oh take over a nation yeah and he's thinking more like save the whole world yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i think in our present day context when we think of more we think of everything that has to do with on the stage mm-hmm. things that are performance okay. oriented like yeah it must mean I have to be a leader of this ministry or that ministry or the person with a microphone in their hand or like the person leading a huddle or, you know, someone who's out in front, which is like kind of like our modern day version of like leading victorious battle campaigns and stuff yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah, the the lies are, are sort of like we have to be in full time ministry mm-hmm. or I have to lead like that person. Right. Right. I have to I have to have the same gifting that, that yeah. it's like a one size fits all and I'm not that. Yeah. So it must mean God doesn't want me. Oh, comparison is so vicious. <laughs> yeah. My yep. goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I um I I can't help but think of calling without referencing Gary Barkalow mm. in his book. Mm-hmm. It's it's your call. Yeah. It's just a brilliant book. It's informed my life mm. so much. And in it, he talks about lies that we believe, like things. And and I just think some of our listeners are thinking these things, like yeah. I've blown it, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not spiritual enough, mm. right? And and we 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 let them. I'm not in ministry. I'm not smart enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been trained. Just all these things that are actually Satan wanting to keep you from becoming awake. Yes. (laughs) Right? Yes. Like he's trying to limit you in some way. And perhaps like the biggest part that we become awake to in this, honestly, all the stages, but it starts in this stage, um, is just the transition from that calling is more being than doing. Okay. And, And during that part, there's like just extreme impatience because it's like, how come God's not telling me what I'm made to do right now? Mm-hmm. And and instead it's like, no, God actually has you on this journey of becoming who he created you to be. Yeah. And he's already prepared the works that we would walk in them. It's not yeah. that we go find those works for ourselves. Yeah, this feels so hopeful to me because if we didn't have the, st- the step of awakening mm-hmm. and you just had to sort of somehow know, yeah, right, then it's like, uh, just crushing mm-hmm. if you don't know, right? Yeah. But if 
you, if there is a, a process mm-hmm. for you to uh, see this mm-hmm. and for it to become clearer, for yes. for like you to hope for something and then find out a realization of something, mm-hmm. and that happens over time, then it's like a, it's just very hopeful for yep. someone. Yep. Uh, it, it's not like a fixed mindset. You know? Yeah, there's like going to be some growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then. Um, I guess, what are some questions, if you're a disciple and you're in this phase, what are some things that you're asking? Yeah, you're you're asking, gosh, yeah, what am I made for? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of, like, even just, sometimes it's not even questions, it's a lot of, like, confusion. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, like... One minute you're you're excited about like the hope that God made me for something more, and then you're all of a sudden crashing down because you can't figure it out. Okay, so it would yeah. be pretty up and down, like <laughs> yeah. a zigzag high, yeah. zigzag low. Yeah, yeah, you're sort of like in a zigzag mode a mm-hmm. lot. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe feeling confused. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even just a really practical question of like, where do I start? Yeah. Like, okay, you're telling me this is a journey, so like, where should I start? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. What if you're walking along someone and they're going through this mm. this phase? Yeah. What What would you do to help them? Yeah. I I mean, the first thing I would do is really just affirm that God is mm. like, hey, you think God's calling you for something bigger than yourself? You're so right. He is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Let me just tell you, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And and just to be a, a listener and and just ask them like, yeah, how did you even like come upon that? Like mm. how does it make you feel to know that you are called to something bigger than yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really like that. Like just to like how does that make you feel? Like what are you going through, mm-hmm. you know, thinking through that experience? I also love that this is a gospel implication, mm-hmm. right? Like are you thinking that you're made for more? The gospel says you are <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm really clear. And it's not because of you. Yeah. We can say that so definitively mm-hmm. because of the, like how it's, it's actually not about what he called you to do. Yeah. It's about the greatness of the caller. Mm-hmm. Like there's someone who's speaking to you <laughs> and he is so wise and so powerful yeah. and so loving. And, and he knows exactly what he like he has dreams and mm-hmm. and all of them are for your good <laughs> even though it'll be like a process of of growth and hard at times like that that he actually has something in store for you yeah and and so i i love that because if it's all about us and what we know and our ability and our plans then it becomes really we feel really insecure mm-hmm. like I, yeah. I fail to see how i could be safe yeah you know because oh i might have the wrong idea mm-hmm. you know but if it's really about the one who made me mm-hmm. and loves me and has a, a purpose mm-hmm. and is holding my future <laughs> like and he's really sovereign then i fi- i can't feel uh i i can't be unsafe you know <laughs> like That's like so so, so then i can enter into this with like a hopeful anticipation. Yes. Right. Yeah. And if you are of all question marks, then maybe that's just a really great place mm-hmm. to be. Maybe that's a great place yeah. to be. And that's really hard too. So if you are the kind of really driven problem solving fix it friend, and I think a okay. lot of us have that hat on a lot. I mean, maybe I put that hat on too much. <laughs> yeah. Then the I think fix it friend. A good question yeah. for you to ask someone who's wondering this is hey, is this something that you're kind of just 
wondering about right now or mm. are you ready to take action on that mm -hmm. and yeah. and i think that if they if they say hey i'm not ready to take action yes you might feel a little bit disappointed mm -hmm. but maybe the worst thing you can do is just push them to take action anyway they're just mm. not ready yet and that's okay yeah yeah leaving space for people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's good yeah i think too if i was uh walking with someone in this phase um I'd, I'd want to keep reminding them that humans have this innate desire to, that our lives would matter. Mm. And, and I think there's a, a, a lens, like if it's like your glasses, you're looking through a lens. I think sometimes we can look through the lens of what, what everyone around us says matters. Mm. And then we feel such pressure from that. Yeah. And so if I had a friend going through this awakening stage, I would want to try to help them take off the glasses of what the world values and keep putting on the glasses of what what Jesus values. Because mm. because it's like that goes back to like the stage. You know, if you're thinking like Broadway, you're like, God's called me to be a Broadway singer. But you <laughs> actually have like a really bad voice. We'd be like crushed in yeah. our that's the zigzag. <laughs> We're like all the you know, it's, it's just not going to be true, you know. But, but when we put on the lens of what does God value, mm -hmm. then there's something in every single human being, mm -hmm. every single person that can contribute to the values that Jesus has. Yeah. There's, there's a part, there's no, like the world, if you're looking through the world's lens, then some people are important and some people aren't. And if yeah. you're looking through Jesus's lens, then every single person is a is a beloved son or daughter of God and and made by him Come and on. has value because of him. So so I I I I think if I was talking to someone I, most of us have sort of both of those glasses on. Mm -hmm. We get mixed up all the time. I've got to figure out my calling so I can be valuable and the gospel says you're already valuable. Yeah. So discover more of his heart. Mhm. Mm okay, well um, what about stage two? Yeah. Like if we, if we jump into that, remind us what stage two is. Stage two is discovery. And this is where the action starts to take place. This is when, yeah, you've wondered about it and you're like, I'm ready to start. Let me jump in. And so, yeah, you're certain that God has made you in a mm -hmm. unique way and he wants to use you for his glory. Okay, and... you're not asking that question anymore. Right. How do you know you've gone from stage one to stage two is you've sort of settled that question. Yeah, okay. like I think I, I think he has. <laughs> okay. Like I, that, I think I believe awesome. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, then you're ready to swing. Okay. You're, you're like, okay, I'm gonna, the, the first person who loves me and gives me a suggestion I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to try. Yeah. 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 Thank God for youth pastors that ask, <laughs> ask like high school kids to do lots of stuff. Oh hey, will you gosh. come early and set up? Or hey, will you lead worship mm -hmm. or whatever? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. Uh, so, so in that, when you say ready to swing, give us more descriptions. What do you mean by that? Help someone, help someone who's like new to this conversation to get it. Yeah. I think that it looks... I mean, in our church context, it looks a lot like jumping into some kind of serving context. Yeah. And it honestly could be anything. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's where you, yeah, you're you're just ready to move. Yeah. And so I think there, you're characterized by an openness, yeah. um, a willingness to do something. So that hence, you know, I think someone in the awakening stage in contrast, like if you're like, hey, what about this? 
there might still be a, oh, I, I don't know about that yet. Yeah, yeah. But when someone says, hey, what about this? Yeah. You're, even if it strikes you as like, gosh, I've never thought of myself like holding babies before. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hypothetical. Like that, you know, mm -hmm. Yeah. So the discovery, the discovery stage is, is more of this openness, like mm -hmm. believing that God has something for you to do. Yeah. You want to find it. Mm hmm. And so there's a, a greater willingness. Yeah. Yeah. What are some lies that might trap people in that stage? Um, yeah. I mean, I think anytime we're excited and we try, if you're anything like me, you're far, well, it, it swings both ways. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel far more competent than I actually am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I think uh -huh. I'm going to pick this up fast. And then it's just like so slow. Like okay. I hit struggle. So and... discouragement could come in really <laughs> yeah. fast. You're like, I thought I was good at this. And then when you're doing it, it's like, oh, that's uh -huh. not quite the way I thought it would work out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or I can yeah. swing way the other way too mm. and just be like, gosh, this suggestion, Scott, that you gave me, mm. I, I just don't think I could do it. Mm. You know? And and then sometimes you can hit a speed bump there of being dragging your feet a little bit and maybe asking for a different suggestion or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a, uh, a lot of times people are afraid to try mm -hmm. if they don't think they can do it really well. Yeah. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's like this sense of my value. If I do well, then I'm valuable. Mm -hmm. And if I do poorly, then I'm not valuable. Yeah. And we're too afraid to be seen as not valuable. Yeah. So we don't even try. Yeah. We don't even engage, you know? And then, so the, the, what I love about these stages is it's the idea that, maybe the only way to find out what you can do mm -hmm. is to struggle, mm -hmm. right? So discovery is an invitation into struggling. Yeah. But it's not the end. It's just, right. a, it's just a part of the journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think there's, it, it's another tough time is you are, like anytime you try something and then you see kind of like where you are with it, you learn more about yourself. Yeah. And, and I think most of us, like if you ask anyone, hey, do you have high self-awareness? Most people are going to say yes or like kind of or pretty good. It's rare that someone is very upfront <laughs> and says, hi, my name's Yvonne and I have really low self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyone who said that is sort of aware of themselves. Yeah, though, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And so it's rare when people do that. Yeah. But inevitably during this stage, you will find that you probably don't know yourself as well as you think. Okay. And that is, that's really, uh, what's the word? Like it's unearthing, uprooting. Yeah, it feels unsettling mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, I keep thinking of the analogy, the, uh, a ship in water mm -hmm. can't, that has a rudder mm -hmm. that could actually steer the whole ship. But if it's not moving, the rudder doesn't do anything. Mm. And so I, I feel like, we often are thinking, oh, we're supposed to go this way or this way. And it's not until we're moving that we start to see, oh, like there's like a direction for our life that yeah. we, that God wants us to go. And we couldn't even see that. Mm -hmm. So at, at first, it, when you're not doing anything, you might think this is the outcome I want. Mm -hmm. But then when you actually start on the journey, then then there's God's able to steer you even, even better. But mm -hmm. it, it might end up with some course corrections yeah you know yeah because i honestly some people land 
in like that first thing that they try, they're like, oh my gosh, this is this is like a really huge clue on the right path mm-hmm. toward like who who I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people land, I think just as many or maybe even more land in a spot where it's first like, uh, this might not be what I'm good at. And it's really easy to like feel the scourge and stop that journey because you're, it, I know for me, I look for something to blame. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, if I'm not doing well, like wh- whose fault is it? What fault is it? So I either like wallow like in my own self-pity or I'm like, gosh, there must be something wrong with the area that I'm serving in or the thing that I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. So then in the stage two of discovery, um, I, I want to think a minute about how important community is. Mm, yeah. Like just how, how valuable that is. Because our definition of calling, yes. if we go back to that, is when, mm-hmm. when who God made you to be is discovered in community. Mm-hmm. Why do we involve community? And why is that a part of discovery? Yeah. I mean, what like we were talking about last episode, man, I just can't see myself that clearly. Mm-hmm. And so I need people who I can one like first like i'm certain they love me that i trust them so that when that person speaks in i could receive it well yeah um and yeah like in in amidst all the frustrations that we just talked about like i know i'm gonna need some encouragement yeah anyone going through this is gonna need some encouragement. that's right yeah yeah Yeah, that's right (laughs) yeah i i keep thinking about people at resonate and when we think about a missional community group, Mm -hmm. why is that something that we include in the membership covenant for Mm -hmm. the church? Like we're wanting every disciple at resonate to be in a missional community group. And I think this is a part of it Mm -hmm. because we want you to actually discover who God made you to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you can't do that without encouragement. Yes. Right. Like you're, you'll quit. Unless you have someone like the nudge from someone else or the affirmation from someone else is a necessary part of your continuing to move on that journey. Yeah. You know, I, and I think too, uh, in our, in our community to be affirming the things that we see God, like when God's at work in someone's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, a a part of that of like joining them when it doesn't go great. And mm-hmm. then it's like, maybe that isn't your gift yeah. and, and to just walk alongside them and say, I still love you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like your value doesn't go up or down yes. based on how well that thing happened. You know, yeah. like, like maybe, I, I don't know. I, I, it's easy to think of like uh worship ministry and trying <laughs> out and maybe they say, Oh, you're not ready. Yeah. You know, someone could get really soulishly discouraged. Yeah. But if you're alone, that's gonna ta- it's gonna destroy you. Totally. And if you're with other people that are are like encouraging you in that journey, there's mm-hmm. a there's a part of that that just helps you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know how many times someone just sat with me and listened and just acknowledged that it was hard, yeah. but then they just said, "But I I believe in you, and yeah. I think you could do it. I think you can keep going." Okay, that's just. That's awesome vocabulary, mm-hmm. you know, um, like thinking of not not just you in the discovery stage, mm-hmm. but if you're with someone who's in that discovery stage, yeah. like what kind of things can you say to them? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like reminding them, mm-hmm. keep going. Yeah. 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 Or even in that example of the, the person uh, who's like auditioning for the worship team and yeah. they're told, oh, my gosh, like 
you're you're not ready for this yet. Yeah. And to be able to ask questions of, so are you certain that you were made to worship? Okay. It's like yes. And okay, so what does that mean? Yeah. And to just explore that, because mm -hmm. is worship really only something so small that it could only happen if you're on a stage with a microphone in your hand? Yeah. Heck no. Heck no. <laughs> that goes back to some of those lies. Mm -hmm. I'm only valuable if I'm in ministry, or mm -hmm. I'm only value if I'm valuable if I'm on a stage. Yeah. And that's just not God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. Or if I was made to teach, mm -hmm. and I find that I'm not able to teach to hundreds of people. Yeah. Is that the only time when that's teaching? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone, even then, God has a, a different scope for everybody too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so a part of what I long for at our church would be that in our missional community groups, every, every MC leader isn't satisfied with anyone sort of sitting on the sidelines being a spectator, mm -hmm. but that they want to keep inviting people to, to try something. Yeah. Come and join. Yes. You know, um, like maybe it's join the street ministry and just mm -hmm. try it. Right? Yeah. And it's not because we think every single person is called to minister to the poor. Mm -hmm. like that's not like, but we're, we're like, maybe your calling isn't to go out on the street every Tuesday night. Maybe that's not your calling and that's okay. <laughs> But just to think, oh, I want you to discover. Yeah. So I want to invite you to take a swing. I yeah. want you to be a part of that. Yeah. One of the very first things that I got involved in when I was at Resonate um, was that I was uh, serving by helping put together uh, membership binders back when they were like spiral <laughs> yeah. bound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have a job at the time. So I was yeah. able to come in during the day, so during work <laughs> hours. And... Um, for the people who know me, my manual dexterity is actually really low. And uh, putting together membership binders, I was not doing it efficiently or well, mm -hmm. but it was getting done. Okay. Um, and and yet, because I was available, it's like, okay, let me, let me just do this. Yeah. Because I was trying to discover, like, because I was completely directionless at the time. You were in discovery stage. Yes. yes. I was yeah. ready to, like, try stuff. <laughs> yeah. So when people say, hey, do you want to put together membership binders? I'm like, yeah. well... Jokes okay. on you, but okay. I'm gonna... <laughs> Jokes on you. You're going to find out <laughs> yeah. this is not my calling. Yeah. But every time someone like walked by, I started to engage them in conversation. Yeah. And just to naturally ask them questions yes. about who they are or just um, if I knew that they had like an area of expertise or something, I would just ask them a ton of questions. Yeah. And that was the kind of inception for me of realizing like, oh, I'm like actually a pretty curious person. Yeah. You know, and um, asking questions is something I really like to do mm -hmm. and in, in a way of like learning about people. Yeah. So it was while I was doing this thing, I was completely not made to do or be yeah. <laughs> in terms of yeah. like, but it was that the, the person who I am becoming and who God made me to be as like part of being just a curious and loving person in that way mm -hmm happened while doing this activity yeah mm -hmm. yeah you would have missed out on that opportunity yeah you wouldn't have seen yourself as clearly mm -hmm. right so any invitation in actually becomes then a part of the process mm -hmm. right even if it's not the destination the, yeah. land, the landing point mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love it um yeah I, I keep thinking of if you're in this stage mm -hmm. like what are the key things for you like what what would we encourage someone in the discovery stage yeah, I mean, we said it earlier, but really, like, don't start swinging 
until you're in community. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or you swing and, and you're around community. community. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe doing the like bulletin thing or mm-hmm. whatever you were doing. Exactly. Know? But you found people around yeah. you. Yeah. Because yeah, at that point something. I wasn't close yeah. with, with with a lot of people yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would encourage someone in that if, if you're like, I think God's made me for more, but I don't know what it is mm-hmm. and I want to discover Start saying yes to things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> just so start saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if someone asks you to join them in something, just assume that's like God inviting you to discover. Mm-hmm. And and don't if you say no, you end up sitting on the sideline, and mm-hmm. you would miss out. Yes. You know, it, it, you would have missed out on the other people and the relationship, like just connecting with the people that you were working with mm-hmm. while you're doing the book binder thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, so just start saying yes to things. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And if no one, if you find that no one is offering you the invitation, mm-hmm. sometimes in in the busy, no one's trying to ignore you on purpose. But yeah. if you know someone yeah. and you have a relationship with them at all, just say, hey, can I go with you when you do that? Yeah. And I just don't know someone who would say no yeah, to that. No. And I mean, really specifically too, I don't believe everyone's final vision for their calling is serving in a Sunday morning ministry right. at Resonate. Not at all. You know, I, I think that God's dreams are even bigger than than yes. what we see happening here. Um, but if you're in that process of you want to discover, mm-hmm. if you go to any team member who serves on a Sunday and say, could I learn about serving from you? Like, how do I get connected? <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> they will like invite you in. You'll find community right away. Yeah. Be- because we want everyone to discover yes. who God made you to be yes. and how he wants to use you. Mm-hmm. So it's like this great joy. So yeah, if no one invites you in, if you just like go to the greeters on Sunday morning and like, mm-hmm. could I join on your team? Could I just help or yeah. see what it's like? And then every You're going to find campus, very favorable people. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And every campus online... Mm-hmm. Oakland, mm-hmm. Hayward, Fremont, Everyone. there are some of the friendliest, warmest people at all of our guest services. Mm-hmm. And so in the very least, go there and just say, hey, I'm I'm trying to discover this. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to try something. Can you can you point me in the right direction? And they'll have something for you. Yeah, that's great. And if you are walking with someone and they're trying to discover mm-hmm. their calling, mm-hmm. what would you encourage that person to do? Maybe it's an MC leader or someone and you... And you they're wanting to help someone else on this journey. What what would you ask them to do? I think first I would just release them from needing to, this isn't like a restaurant recommendation. Yeah, so when someone okay. asks me for a food rec, I feel <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the pressure to make sure that it's like a good I got to make sure it's a four-star Michelin rated. Something, yeah, something like that. Okay. <laughs> or at least Yelp, if not Michelin. And and so, yeah, it's it's not one of those things. I I think that, it part of God's call for everyone is that we would not do life alone, that we would do yeah. it in community as part That's of the right. body. And so if for whatever reason, someone is coming up and asking you and yep. you're journeying with them, yep. let what God is like leading you through to be part of their journey too. Yeah. So just... I would say, hey, invite them into what you're doing, even if you don't oh, think that's, that's so like good. the yeah. natural thing yeah. that you think they're made for. Yes, just yeah. invite them into what, it's, come with me. Mm-hmm. What a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would encourage anyone, um, I, a part of the vocabulary that I would love to hear everywhere at Resonate Church. Mm-hmm. I, I would love this just to be like said again and <laughs> again and again. And that's for someone to say, 
I saw God using you when. Yeah. Like when you did that, I felt like God was using you. Mm -hmm. Or I saw God use you when you did this, you know. And I love that because it's keeping the, we know who the hero is. Mm -hmm. it, it's actually not putting an undue pressure on that person. Yeah. Because it's it's God who's doing the work. Mm -hmm. I saw God doing the work. Yeah. But he's using you. Yeah. And I think there's something so affirming in that. And mm -hmm. and so that that part of like discovery is when community around you, if there are people and they're saying, every time you pray, I feel God using you. Mm -hmm. Like there, there's like, that's speaking calling into us. Yes. And we need it. Yes. And I think some of the most powerful things that people have done for me as I've been on that journey myself is for them to help me see what I care about. Yeah. And so ways that they see that is, oh, when you were doing this or that, like you just seem to light up in a way that you don't do in other places. Yeah. Or like you seem to get kind of angry or bothered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's that too. That's, That's so actually great. more often Because <laughs> we can't see ourselves. You probably weren't even aware when you yeah. were happy or really aware when you were sort of making a scowly face. Yeah. Like you can't see yourself. So to have a friend do that is like the greatest service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So to float that observation yeah. and then ask me questions that help unpack, like, what was, why was it that I was feeling that way? That's right. Yeah. 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 And that's going to lead you really to discover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this is just stage one and stage two awakening yep. and discovery. Uh, we still have to talk about joy and mm -hmm. activation, but we're going to do that in part three of our three part mini series on calling. Uh, just discovering God's purpose for your life. So I'm excited about our third part. Yep. Can't wait. Thank you.